podcaster's best friend is his listener. Welcome in, everyone, to the 41st episode of Talk of the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. We're breaking down Psycho from 1960. We're going to break down the whole plot of Psycho. We're going to have our scariest and funniest moments of the movie. The best kill, winner and loser, rate this scary movie 1 to 100 on our all-time scary movie list. And we'll discuss, could this happen in real life, and would we recommend this movie? Before all of that, wherever you're currently listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, etc etc you know where you're listening give us five stars give us a review tell us what you like what you don't like about both us as a podcast but also psycho you know about maybe abandoned motels where people get murdered thumbs up thumbs down any of those things also social media go to twitter follow us you can follow me personally at ryan underscore king underscore now you can follow our co-host davis dillingham and the show at the anticipation is killing me. You can follow me personally on Twitter at the real double D's, just DS the end, no he's in between. And of course, Morton Portman. Go follow the podcast Twitter page at talk of the house underscore, all one word, underscore at the end, just like you are with where you're commenting and dropping reviews wherever you're listening. Go ahead and tell us what you like or don't like on Twitter as well. It's the best place to do it. Everybody gets to say whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you don't get kicked off. So. Congrats. Yeah, um, congrats. Included in, in what you said. Also, give us thumbs up or thumbs down for mommy issues. That's what we would also like to throw in there. Mm, yeah. Thumbs up. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it indifferent, I guess? I would say indifferent. Could be good. Yeah. Could be bad. Depends. Yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion. So sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, before we have all those things that we always talk about, we have all the normal things we're going to go through. Before that, though, we always have a history breakdown. This one, I don't know what month this came out, but somewhere between... 62 and 63 years old if it's come out by now it'd be 63 but either way it's over 60 years old it was 1960 davis what history do you have for us i briefly thought you were gonna say i don't know what month this came out somewhere between january and december (laughs) (laughs) that is accurate though it is yeah that is accurate um all right but first we get before we get into background is this your first alfred hitchcock movie ever watched I, I know it's mine. I, I know don't it's mine. think it is, but I didn't see Vertigo. I, I I feel like I've seen an Alfred Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock movie, but I don't know what it would be off the top of my head because it's not Psycho. This is my first time seeing right. Psycho. I know Vertigo is a big. Oh, um, Rear Window is that what it's called? Uh, not Rear Window. It's like the um. There's something about a window. It's, uh, it's like the woman at the window or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I've not seen that, but I'll look oh. it up. But... <laughs> I thought you were saying that like you did see that one. No, I have not seen okay. that, but I do know that's him. So okay, uh, but this is my first time seeing Psycho, and honestly, she kind of shocked how little I knew about it. Like I knew the general themes. I know I the kind of agree with you. Like I'll, I didn't the, know much about it. Honestly, me neither. I knew yeah. woman gets stabbed in the shower, and I did know somewhat what the final twist was. So it's um, a it's a chocolates the blood the blood's chocolate if you haven't ever heard that one the most overstated uh go ahead and uh mark it's that always up, there right? it's, it's always there man everyone everyone knows I actually that one. on purpose left that off my good my list good for fans, you so that's that's very good. i will say though came out in so, september came out in september so it's 62 years old not that is between january and december it is smack dab almost right in the middle <laughs> so what i typically do for a look behind the curtain um and my laziness of how I research this is that there's a trivia page for every movie that's on IMDb. And I typically go look mm. at that. I look at the Wikipedia page for the movie and then I might 
read like an article or two about the movies. So I got something. The, oh, I have seen the birds. I didn't the realize birds. it was Hitchcock. I guess. Apparently it's Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Another. Mm-hmm. What year was that? Do you know? It's a good question. Uh, Nineteen sixty-three. Oh, it's pretty soon after. But yeah, he pretty was soon after the this one. he was the director. So that's the one I've seen. Apparently. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's supposed to be a very. I mean, you don't have to get into it, but I guess it's supposed to be a, one of the the classic horror movies. Not gonna lie, man. Like we might do it on here. I know it's on our list. Even for all the pretty scary, like not not really. Eastern, but I can see where like back in the day, it's like every time I think about that movie, I'm like, oh, the birds know, are gonna I kill know. us. Oh no! I know. I'd love to see a modern day one. How they, you know, yeah, may not may not translate as well, but yeah, modern day birds <laughs> might look like Sharknado or something like that. Very true. Very true. Um, okay. Oh. oh, but what I was going to say is we have the same birthday too. August thirteenth. Yeah. Look at that. No wonder you need your daily dose of darkness. It's just <laughs> it's right in your there. blood. We're almost 100 years apart. 1899, I'm 1993, so we're like, not That's too far pretty off. pretty insane. Are you the reincarnate of him? I don't know. That'd be Maybe. pretty cool. <laughs> You've really wasted your life so far. I know, I was about to say, man, you get into movie making. Anyway. Anyways, back to what I was saying, is that at the top of the IMDb trivia page for each movie, it'll tell you a number of how many trivia notes there are for whatever movie you're looking at. Typically, when I'm looking at a movie, it's probably somewhere between, like, 30 and yeah. 70. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, a lesser-known movie, it might be, like, 15. Yeah. If it's more well-known, it might be up to, like, 80 or 90. This easily has the largest trivia page mm-hmm. on IMDb that, of any movie we've ever done. It was over, like, 360 trivia notes. Jeez. So, uh, spoiler, I did not read all of them because that was <laughs> <laughs> it'd be way too All much. right, let's, let's see. What, what are the highlights? I did then? read a decent amount of them and just tried yeah. to pull the most interesting ones. So, obviously, we already have talked some. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, three sequels to this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that, uh, well, starring Anthony Perkins and Janet Leigh. Um, I think Anthony Perkins plays uh, Norman Bates in all of the sequels. Yep, he's in all of them, yeah. Um, there was also a a remake of this movie, which mm-hmm. I was I, I guess I just didn't really realize this. It's it's like a almost shot for shot remake. Really? Yeah. I've never I have not seen it, but uh, I knew it was like I late nineties. But I just know Vince Vaughn is in it, which is huh. random. But hmm. um, also a made for TV movie spinoff. From it, and most recently the TV series Bates Motel, which is kind of yeah. the prequel to it. Um, yeah. As we've had with a lot of uh, of these early 1960s, 1970s movies, based off a novel from 1959 by sure. Robert. I'm going with Block. 59 to six. Man, they just they back in the day. They just I don't a book remember, came out immediately. It's a movie. I think it was Rosemary's Baby that was the same thing. It was yes. like the year right before. Yeah, Shining was just like a couple, yeah. like, it was like three years at most. It's like they're yeah. just knocking these things out. Wow. Um, but so Hitchcock read the book, bought the rights to the book for $9,000. Dang. Which seems like a That's short change there, yeah. That's rough And that then offer. after yeah. that bought as many of the copies of the book as he could to keep the storyline secret from anybody nice. else. Yep. Nice. Would never work nowadays, but back in the day. Oh, hell no. no. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, so I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but uh, the actress Janet Lee is the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis. Huh. Um, so nice little horror running through the veins there. Nice. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, so this movie could have been shot in color, but they decided to shoot it in black and white because Hitchcock thought it would be too gory for color. Which, okay. by 1960s I guess, yeah. standards, Even I still, can understand. It's only like twice or something. I know, you see yeah, blood. I know. Jeez. <laughs> and also, I kind of think it adds to the creepiness a little bit. It does. In you hindsight, know. it does, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but back then, they were like, no, we got to show the blood be black. We can't have it be red or crimson. It's or whatever, not going to work. <laughs> no. Um, so Janet Lee, after doing this movie, um, she didn't realize until shooting the shower scene, how vulnerable people are in the shower. And after this movie, she took baths for the rest of her life. Never took any other showers. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess with that power hose, uh, she was taking a shower. I don't know if you noticed that, that water was just shooting straight across the tub. It was was unbelievable. Also. Also, impressively, I guess, had the instant hot water back in 1960. That's true, yeah. Did not wait for it to warm up, just got right in. They they weren't, I mean, this is World War people, you know, they don't, they're not soft. They're just getting in there. It's like, whatever it is, you know, just (laughs) get in there. I mean, yeah, they're not soft. They're having the the water pumped in from the marsh next to the hotel. Yeah, what do they care? There's cars in there, there's people, they don't care. There's dead body, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, So... Ed Gein, or Gein, however you say it, was an influence on the story, which we mentioned him before, being an mm-hmm. influence for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and also an influence for Silence of the Lambs, so clearly it's a fucked good, up uh, guy to be the influence it's for It's a good legacy, stuff. though. You know, those are some big movies. His yeah. name will not be forgotten. He's got That's that very true. for him. Who can say that? I mean, come on. That's very true. Um, so, also, Janet Lee was only available to shoot for three weeks for the movie. Wow. And one of those weeks alone was used just on shooting the shower scene. So shows Jeez. you the Im- amount of importance they put on that scene in particular. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and finally, um, as he did with buying up all the other copies of the book, he wanted to keep the twist of the movie as secret on set as possible. So he did not tell anybody who would be cast as Norman Bates's mother and even left an empty, like, hmm. casting chair around set that said Mrs. Bates on the back of it. <laughs> so everybody was expecting for somebody to show up one day to act for the role. So. That's some real deep psychology on these sets. Jeez. Really deep, yeah. Yeah. Really, really Pretty deep. cool, though. You wouldn't see that kind of stuff now. It no, you wouldn't, wouldn't work now. But No, because, yeah, everybody just wants to leak everything to TMZ yes. or whatever. Let's get to the plot breakdown. What do you think, Davis? <sighs> Let's do it. It's only been, um, what, 60 years since the movie came out, so. Yeah. It's time for everybody to lo- learn about it. Well, during a ah, Friday ah, after. I'm oh, out. My goodness. That was aggressive. Listen, I feel like it's been a slightly low energy for this podcast, and I needed to this just release. True. Needed to release some ah! <laughs> energy. Plus, I'm still kind of. Um, Coming down the high off the Oklahoma City Thunder winning last night, so... Thunder up. Whew. Yeah, let's go, babe. Okay. Time out. If you haven't listened to... Or listened to... Well, you could listen to the movie if you're blind. Mm, you could. Um, could. Or if you just want to, but... Uh, if you have not watched this movie yet, you may pause this podcast now if you do not want any spoilers to happen or we're going to break down the entire plot and everything that happens in the movie. So you can pause now. Amazingly, 
and conveniently for us, Psycho currently on Netflix, the most incredible, incredible streaming service out there. So you all have a chance. Or I mean, if you don't have Netflix, you're living under a rock. But pretty incredible. It's on Netflix. That's yeah. That's out there. So if you haven't watched it yet, you absolutely have the opportunity to go watch it on Netflix or go rent it from you know Amazon, Apple, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then come back and listen to the podcast and either agree or disagree with our ratings and mm-hmm. how we feel about mommy issues. So, Yeah, why not? Well, I'm going to try to go... I'm still indifferent. I haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to go fairly quickly because it's a fairly long plot. Um, it's interesting because it's not that long of a movie. It's really not crazy long. What, it's not hour like 45? Short. No, it's yeah, not Yeah, 150s. Yeah. For well, 1960s standards, this well, is a short movie. I, I, I will absolutely it's a, say it's that. a short film back in the day. Yeah. Um... So, we already discussed this, but during a Friday afternoon tryst, which we learn is a uh, private romantic rendezvous, is what a tryst is. T-R-Y-S-T, by the way. That's right. In a Phoenix hotel, real estate secretary Marion Crane and her boyfriend Sam Loomis discuss their inability to get married because of Sam's debts. Marion returns to work, well, steals well, cash. to uh, start the movie on just a post-sex scene, by the way? Back in the day, too, that's pretty ballsy. No, I didn't get into a ton of it, but there was definitely some censorship issues mm. with this movie and like kind of that. controversies. Yeah, I could see that, especially because it's but... it's an affair. You know, it's not like they're mm-hmm. married. So, yeah. yep. She goes back to work, steals a cash payment of forty thousand dollars entrusted to her for deposit, and sets off to drive to Sam's home in Fairvale, California. Marion hurriedly trades her car in route, arousing suspicion from both the car dealer and a California Highway Patrol officer. Who has nothing better to do but I just mean, he follow was, this random woman. He was actually riding her. It's like, yeah. dude, like, she was doing something illegal, but he didn't know that. It's like, dude, it leave her alone. It didn't look like it, though. Yeah, I know. She, she, was, she fell asleep on the side of the road, and yeah, that's what you're so She's not about? murdering people. Um, she stops for the night at the Bates Motel, located off the main highway, and hides the stolen money inside a newspaper. Proprietor... Could have found a better place to hide money. The, <laughs> proprietor Norman Bates, Norman Baby, we're a big fan of Norman, not Norman Bates, but just, you know, Norman as a whole. No, I'm a fan of Norman Bates. He's yeah, sure, got some not? interesting ideas. Yeah. Descends from a large house overlooking the motel, registers Marion under, under an assumed name, and invites her to dine with him. After Norman returns to his house, Marion overhears him arguing with his mother about Marion's presence. Norman returns with a light meal and apologizes for his mother's outburst. Norman discusses his hobby as a taxidermist, his mother's, quote, illness, and how people all have a, quote, private trap they want to escape. Marion decides to drive back to Phoenix in the morning to return the stolen money. As she showers, a shadowy figure appears and stabs her to death. Norman, finding it later, cleans up the murder scene, putting Marion's body, belongings, and the hidden cash in her car and sinks it in a swamp. I've never been to a swamp. Very impressive that it was this – it was, what, 10 feet across maybe? That feels generous. And it was deep as crap. It just went straight down. Well, dude, I was so confused. Like, I'm glad they brought it up later on. But with it being shot in black and white, I was like, is this a tar pit? Like, Yeah, I know, because it's so dark, yeah. like the water on – I know. It, but you can really see the water going over it, though. It was very effective. Yeah. yeah. You know, probably wouldn't be that way in color. But you could definitely see where the water was on the car. It was yeah, very you effective. Yeah, you could. Marion's sister, Lila, arrives in Fairville a week later, tells Sam about the theft, and demands to know her whereabouts. He denies knowing anything about her disappearance. 
and a private investigator named Arbogast approaches them saying that he's been hired to retrieve the money. Weird Arbogast, ass name, by the way. Every time yeah, they said Arbogast in the movie, I was like... I know. It's anyways. one of those, like... Man, Norman was like the new hip name back in the day. That's that's right. how. Like, <laughs> Arbogast stops at the base hotel. How's spelled, by the way, since you're reading? How's it it's spelled? It's A-R-B-O-G-A-S-T. Pretty much how it sounds. It's dis- that's a disgusting name. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's disgusting. He questions Norman, whose nervous behavior and inconsistent answers arouse his suspicion. He examines the guest registrar and discovers that her handwriting is in there, and Marion did spend a night in the hotel. When Arbogast learns that Marion had spoken to Norman's mother, he asks to speak with her, but Norman refuses to allow it. Arbogast updates Sam and Lila about his search and promises to meet them within the hour at Sam's house. After he enters the Bates' home, however, to search for Norman's mother, the shadowy figure reemerges from the bedroom and stabs him to death. Sam visits the hotel with Lila, where they hear nothing from Arbogast, worried something has gone wrong. He sees a figure in the house, and he assumes this must be Norman's mother. Lila and Sam alert the local sheriff, who tells them Norman's mother died in a murder-suicide by strychnine poisoning ten years earlier. The sheriff does suggest that Arbogast lied to Sam and Lila so he could pursue Marion and the money. Convinced that something did in fact happen to Arbogast, Lila and Sam drive to the motel... Sam distracts Norman in the office while Lila sneaks into the house. Suspicious, though, Norman becomes agitated, knocks Sam unconscious, and as he goes into the house, Lila finds in the fruit cellar the mother's mummified body. She screams, and Norman, wearing women's clothing and a wig, enters the cellar and tries to stab her. Sam does appear in the nick of time. He was knocked out for apparently about two minutes. When you think about the head start that he would have had here to get there in time, and he does subdue Norman at the police I'll station. Say, first time I've ever heard of a fruit seller. Never heard of a fruit seller. Before. Yeah, I haven't either. I feel like that would just grow mold on the fruit. I yeah, this sounds actually maybe, like a terrible place to keep it. Maybe, maybe they like used fruit. to. Like, well, I'm thinking like maybe they used to like ferment their own wine. Also, it's like, not really a. It doesn't go down that far. Like it's a little yeah. staircase down. It's not like you know. What you think of a cellar where it's like way right. deep under, it's like a crawl space. It it's kind of like, like a, it's like a sunken room. Basement. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very normal basement. Also, I d- definitely did not see any fruit in there. It, there, there was definitely was some, no fruit in there. Some tools. Which, and, yeah. I wouldn't keep the fruit near the mummified body either, to be totally honest. Yeah. You could have gotten kind of <laughs> kind of creative, though. I mean, she didn't have any eyes, so you could <laughs> stuck some you grapes plums in there. In there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the police station, a psychiatrist, smile, you know? <laughs> a psychiatrist <laughs> explains that Norman killed his mother and her lover 10 years earlier out of jealousy. Unable to bear the guilt, Norman mummified his mother's corpse and became tre- began treating it as if she was still alive. He, recre- he recreated his mother as an alternate personality, as jealous and possessive towards him, and just as jealous and possessive as Norman felt towards her. When Norman's attracted to a woman, quote-unquote, mother takes over. He had killed two other missing young women before Marion and Arbogast. The psychiatrist concludes that, again, quote, mother has now submerged Norman's personality. Norman sits in a jail cell and hears his mother saying the murders were all his doing. Marion's car, at the end, is retrieved from the swamp. Very weird ending shot. 
Like they had such yeah. a perfect ending of like I know. staring I, up at the camera and they're like, no, let's end it with the car being I know. Out of and what does that even add? Exactly. What does that even add to anything? Like I don't know. They already know he killed he already killed they don't have to find the body. Like they already know, like Right. We know you did this. Right. Well, Davis, it, did, it is a scary it did at least movie. help you see what the swamp looked like more because it was <laughs> in the daytime. Like at nighttime, yeah, I had no idea what wider. it looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think the scariest moment of this movie was, Davis? Being a scary movie, after all, even though 60-plus years uh, old, what do you think? Still. Still a horror movie. Still a horror sure. movie. Um, you, I mean, I feel like the shower scene's too easy. Let's be honest. It's 60 years later. Like, we all knew it was coming. I was too stunned. Easy. What? Like, oh, this is where it was. <laughs> That's this movie? Yeah. No. Oh, that's Psycho. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, there was one thing in per... Well, okay. Quickly, I'll give, um, I'll give honorable mention to the dead body, mother's dead body being turned around. I could see people losing their shit in theaters when that first happened. Um, I'll also give... A this is I think maybe the first time I've ever done this. An, an honorable mention to a fake out scare. Um, the scare where I can't remember her name is looking for the mother in the house, and there's like two mirrors Milo. facing each other, and it looks like somebody's behind her. That was a nice little fake out scare. I wasn't mm-hmm. fairly surprised for that type of scare for how old this movie is, but genuinely this scare made me jump some and I was not mm. intending to jump at all during this movie if I'm being honest um, okay. but when um, the quote unquote mother um, kind of races out of the room to stab the private Our investigator guest. and yeah. there's like the the quick um, quick string noises and stuff I was like yeah. I, I don't know like it was very clear that was going to happen but it still made me jump for some reason it was yeah it was good that's a really good one because I agree first of all the shower scene is too easy but I had Arbogast kill right up there because you know the sh- – but even if you don't know it's coming, there's such a buildup. You can see the figure approaching. Right. You know Arbogast is more than likely going to die, but when it – you don't know like the exact moment. Like the shower right. scene's like, okay, give it a couple seconds. You, you could have told me Arbogast would have been going around the house for another like 30, 60 seconds. Like I wouldn't have been yeah. shocked. So that I have that on mine as well, uh, and it's kind of right there with – not including the shower scene, I had two that were right there with each other, and I agree that it didn't make me jump, but it definitely caught me off guard a little bit. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I don't. I, I, I think it was partially because I wasn't. I think I looked away to look at my dog mm. for a split second. Yes, and like the music like really still good. Was, it was still in my field of vision, but the instant strings made me jump. I was. It, was it's wild. effective. It's especially for 60 plus years yeah. um, we'll get into that obviously with like production those types of things but i think that's worthy of mentioning here the classic uh sound you get with the kills yeah. very effective could only imagine yeah. for 60 years ago but even oh, for now i was like that was really pissed good themselves absolutely. oh they were dead they were fainting in the theater that's absolutely true. Um, absolutely true also honorable mention to uh norman's stare and creepy smile at the very end of the movie that was actually what i was gonna say the other one i'm gonna go with oh, since yeah. you went arbogast kill the mom reveal is part of it, but honestly, when Norman runs in, it's very creepy. It's very yeah. creepy. Not just that he's dressed up. The smile on his face is pretty terrifying. Like yeah. I, You can talk me to either one, so since you went Arbogast, I'm going to go with this sure. one. And I, I It's like all it. together because the reveal of the mom and Norman coming in are like two seconds apart, yeah. so I kind of put them yeah. together. But it's not re- – the reveal – Maybe back in the day, for now, I'm like, I just didn't really see much of a... It's more of a reveal than it is a scare. Right, It's more right. of a... 
but when he runs in, it's pretty scary, even for now. Like it's mm-hmm. because Norman's pretty even keel most of the time. Like it seems fairly normal, kind of weird, but like normal. He's w- somewhat likable at some yes. points, and then until he when turns he out to be the, like really weird. When he has the smile on his face, and you only get it for like a split second, he looks like an yeah. absolute psycho. He does yeah. look like a oh. like. <laughs> I know. He he looks completely deranged, and I thought it was really effective. So I went with probably that, but yes, the Arbogast kill, it's like the shower one, but you don't see it coming. It's very yeah. quick, um, but also it Norman is, coming in is very creepy. The Arbogast kill is taken away a little bit afterwards, though, as he's somehow like floating, falling down the well, stairs. Well, <laughs> let's go to funniest moment, David, because <laughs> one of mine was Arbogast falling backwards down the stairs. It was yeah. very con- He's it somehow like three fourths the way down the stairs and has not fallen. He's like fall stepping backwards down like fifteen. It's, it's gymnastics stuff. It's incredible. Hey, he went down you have literally to be well well trained to be a private investigator. So. It was amazing where he just kept falling and it just looked so cheesy because I'm like, okay, you're not going backwards <laughs> downstairs after you were stabbed in the face in the face. Yeah, and not falling. That's amazing. Um, that's probably my cheesy one. The one that I just thought was this one wasn't cheesy. I just don't know. It was just weird, right? I don't think it was meant to be funny, but I'm not sure. When they go to the deputy, <laughs> Sam says to him, um, like, so, you know, tell me about what this – and the exact line is Sam literally says to him, well, I don't know where to begin except the beginning. And I was like, what kind of writing is that? Like, well, I don't know where to begin except the beginning. I was like, that's terrible writing. Like, I don't think well, it's meant a, to be a joke. I think it's No, just, that's the, also the thing. I Like, I don't know what it is about the 60s-type movies, like – I don't think that's just like writing. I think people just talked that way. Maybe also. they just. Maybe like, it was like, I don't know where to begin except the beginning. It's like, well, nah, that would be that no would be shit. one place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you have though? Those are my two two very different ones there, but those those were the yeah. ones that really stood out to me. Yeah, I definitely agree with uh, the the cheesy private investigator. Yeah, that looks so bad. And I could tell they meant it to look like a good shot, and I'm like, this is terrible. Oh, I guarantee you, they spent days on yeah, that shot alone that was yeah, bad yeah um but i had to go i don't remember exactly the context of the conversation they were having but it's between um between norman and um freaking oh god how did i forget her Marian? name already yes Marion. um and i think it's while they're talking and having dinner and stuff um but <laughs> norman norman i like again another line that was absolutely not intended to be funny back then but in today's context is a ridiculous thing to say he says i'm not capable of being fooled even by a woman i know it's right like, ouch ouch and she didn't even react to it really either i was like well okay that's that's fine, like, oh, i mean i'm not questioning your manhood it's like jeez man like the toxic masculinity back in the day yikes but even beyond that like she didn't even respond to it. It's like, yeah, yeah. that makes yeah, sense that makes to me. Sense. That yeah. makes sense. Us women, we're not good at fooling people. Yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not clever or anything. Yikes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go take a shower. Um, there's a weird hole in the wall that looks big enough to look through, but I, I don't know. It's probably nothing. I'm not going to worry with it. Nah. <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing on the other side that's the office or anything. No. Um, there's only... A- I think two here, but best kill Davis. What do, what do you think? I, yeah. The, what? Yeah. We definitely only have two. Um, I think it's just two. Well, right? You, I mean, you have technically some off screen, like, yeah, yes, the mother was killed and like, 
But that was pre movie, even. That doesn't I know, count. I know. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I still have to go with the, the private investigator kill, even though. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though the shower scene is so iconic and everything, I was really just so surprised by the RBS kill. I was really surprised. Um, I think I I think we're the same there. RBS was more surprising. Yeah, I'm still going to go with Marion just because it's the you know how I am. If there's an iconic kill, it's going to be my best kill just because it's iconic. I will say the shower scene kill was much longer than I thought it was going to be. It it was yeah. There was like he like lunged what like. Six to eight times, yeah. and only got yeah. it. I think like twice. Only got it like two to three times. Right. It really wasn't that many. I, I I don't know why I had the image of like she gets like stabbed a couple times, then she like slides down to the ground like she does whatever. But like, there's kind of a struggle, and like they showed random parts of her body. Like obviously they didn't show her getting stabbed because they didn't just have the production means to do that. But they showed way more than I was expecting at all in that whole scene. So yep. I was I was still impressed, even though like you could watch that scene and be like, that was that didn't show anything really, but um by today's standards, but I was still I was still impressed. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. This is this should be also a int- completely <laughs> random note. Do you think that Sam's last name is Loomis, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that had any influence on uh Scream? Wow. I did not even think of it, but now that you mention it, probably uh, it was, had not like even crossed as, my mind. But because I didn't even seem, think about it while it was going through the it's movie, not a like common like, name. And, no, and, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and Scream—that's absolutely a movie that would do something yes. like that. So yes, I'm gonna say yes, just because like maybe we're giving them too much credit, but it like seems like something the, they would do. That's the thing is like Scream would absolutely do that. Is the thing. yeah, um, yeah. So I was like, yes. I didn't even, I didn't my realize it. it until like he's writing he's writing some note on a piece of paper and it's yeah. like Sam Loomis hardware and at the Billy top. Loomis. Like, it has to well, be. Yeah, it has to be. I know. And it Alfred has Hitchcock. It, it not even just being a famous movie, like a famous director. Like, oh yeah, I bet my life on it. Um, wow! Wow! Didn't even think about it twenty seconds ago. Um, what about winner <laughs> and loser, Davis? Who do you think won, Psycho? What do you think? You know, I've talked about it so many times already, um, and I I think everybody should realize what it is by now. The winner's got to be mommy issues. We have so many daddy issues in pop culture and stuff that the mommy issues don't get enough attention. They don't and, get shine. And I, for one, am true. sick of it, if you ask me. I'm sick of it. If we're going to talk about all this gender equality and stuff, the mommies deserve issues. Oh, well, the mommies don't have the issue. The mommy had an issue in this movie, though. There's So there's... The mommy with issues, and there's to, the son with the issues, mommy though, the issues. Mom, the mom would have to have some issues. That's though. fair. I mean, that's fair. So, it's hand in hand. That's fair. But I mean, as as much as it messed poor Norman up, man, it made him into one iconic uh, a, serial killer. If we're true. being very, very, I think you only have to kill like two to three to be a, either way. He got to four, yeah. so at least. Way. I mean, that's that's at least that's only that's what, he, that's what, he what the police yeah. police said that's true. They, found out you know so um yeah it's, yeah, it's very go? interesting uh my honorable mention was psychiatrist because they really crack like some big like i feel like pre this these weren't really like big ideas and it's feel like norman himself just opened up this whole world of like what the human mind can do what and this guy nailed it like we're not led to believe he, this guy is wrong at all. Like, he absolutely nailed this guy's problems. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what 
conversation he had with Norman in that room, but he knows every detail it's, of it's Norman's incredible. past. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's absolutely incredible um, that he probably <laughs> talked to him for like an hour, and he's like, I have cracked all, I've got it all. psychiatrists. And he's just spot on. Um, so specifically really, him. A really you know weird that. scene to explain the movie, though. You know what I, I agree. mean? Yeah, no, it was kind of out of place. We'll it was get like, let's that. wrap this up. Uh, okay, okay. okay. I'm, I'm bringing it up later. Don't you worry okay, about that. That's fine. That's fine. Um, my other winner, you kind of hit on it. I went with uh, the, the mother. I went with the Bates mother because, here's the thing, she is dead. Okay. But she's living on in her son. Like, she that's is still right. kind of living on. She got know? some legacy going. Um, it's not the way she wanted, but we don't know after that. her time, she is kind of set up an iconic serial killer. Uh, and she is she is the serial killer side, you know. She is the iconic she, side yeah. if you think about it, you know. She is the personification, right? Yeah. Now I went back and forth on these. I did end up going with the psychiatrist himself as the winner, um, mm-hmm. but okay. the Bates mother, she's right there. She's right there. Um, but I went with the psychiatrist because truly, I mean, like the guy cracked like I feel like <laughs> decades, pretty, yeah, like decades of work was done in like a few like an afternoon for this guy. It was incredible. <laughs> like um, so. Uh, doctor, do we need to put Norman in the loony bin? He's like, no, I've I'm taking care of it. All. I've taken all. The, and what I've do we talk about? To... All these other movies. Anyone's crazy? Throw away this guy. Give him more afternoon with Michael Myers. He'll get it all figured out. He'll, he'll get the whole thing done. This Absolutely. guy is a genius. Whatever this guy's name is, this psychiatrist is a freaking genius. Needs a raise. Needs a raise. But and now he's working for the police department. Come on. I know. I know. Like, get out of there, dude. <laughs> get, go start your own practice. <laughs> so much more. Write some books. You'll be. You're going to do great. What about the loser, Davis? What do you think? This almost cracked into my uh, my scariest moment of the movie. Oh, okay. Um, my loser has to be drivers in the 1960s because, holy crap, did driving in the rain at night look like the most terrifying thing possible Dude, in the 1960s? it was dumping water. I it was, was not like, raining. It was just dumping buckets. And, like, okay, so modern times – like, yeah, we have great windshield wipers and headlights and all that sort of stuff. But even then, driving during, like, an intense storm is still kind of a scary thing to do. After watching this movie, I was like, you can't see anything. What are you – how is anybody driving during even a sprinkle in the 1960s mm-hmm. at night? I was baffled that um... – <laughs> well, I looked at the statistics. There probably were many more people who died from car accidents back then. And those windshield wipers were just useless. No. Like, literally, all you had to go off of driving was like, I hope somebody else is coming at me so I can get some light from their headlights also. And I hope they can see me better than I can see them so they can move out of the way. Dude. Thanks, God, for technology. So what is it, rain? Drivers in the 1960s. Oh. Which is kind of... I was like, what's the loser? Okay. 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 Um, this is this was a unique one. Um, so... If anything, Rain is the winner in that situation. Rain took many true. lives. Many yes. lives. It, it was racking up the numbers. Um, Norman Norman Bates has ain't got shit on Rain, if you ask me. So it is, it is funny. I had, you can even decide for me. I, I had two Ooh. losers here. This was a tough one. I'll go off of yours first. Kind of off of what you were just saying there. Kind of went old-time travelers. Feels like this is not too unrealistic. You could probably kill a traveler back in the day, and they have no way to Nobody would, yeah. The fact that they even figured out that she was was kind of a guess. Well, this looks oh, like yeah. her handwriting. Like, of all the, like, I feel like, 
not it's not a fingerprint. It was pretty lucky. Not every yeah. not everyone's um handwriting is just complete no one else in the world looks like it. And even if it was, what if he was just smart and just ripped that page out the day after he killed her? I was then baffled what? he didn't, honestly. I, I know. I was, seriously. Seeing, I was like, really? Like, you have it in there? That, that was a complete guess that she was there. And then you just Absolutely. guess she was in, you know, cabin one. Like, these are no. wild guesses that he just happens to be nailing. Also, like, now that we're guesses. talking about it, the police officer was following her this entire time but didn't decide to follow her to the motel. Anyways. I know. He gave up right before it actually mattered. Yeah. But that's, that's what I said. Old time travelers one because I truly feel like in the 60s, and we talk about serial killers back in the day were not that slick. They'd, like, break into a house, leave their blood everywhere, kill somebody leave now that we're talking about it, same thing basically happened with um texas chainsaw massacre just taking a road trip exactly to uh, exactly. an abandoned or not mm-hmm. kind of a out there in the country house and and yeah. they're not getting caught there was just there was no, no. dna there's no cameras like geez kill anybody back in the day nothing happens to them so traveling yeah exactly <laughs> especially on a rainy night when no one else is out there like you're yeah. screwed yeah um my other one is kind of the other side of it motel owners they had to be getting the side eye after yeah. this. Movie. This had to be like a mm, yeah. Greg over there owns his own motel. I wonder what he's doing. You know, is his mother in there? Well, for, is he killing for people? The people traveling in real life, it's like oh, I'm not stopping at the motel. I'm not going I'll, there. I'll, I'll, I'll just drive until I fall city. asleep and die. I'd rather do that. You know, it's... <laughs> I'll drive till I fall asleep on the side of the road, and then a police officer just decides yeah. to it's follow me for hours. Yeah. So what do you think, Davis? Old-time travelers, motel owners. What, what do you think the bigger loser is? Because I was pretty stuck between them. I, I don't know who would leave this film. I guess motel owners, it kind of sticks with them, like reputation-wise. I was, I was about to say, I don't know why it happens so often in our winners and losers, but um, the economics of a situation comes into oh, play a lot. Oh, economics, definitely. Got to be motel owners. Yeah. Motel owners. <laughs> People were driven out of business back in the day. Absolutely. You know someone had a name close to it? It wasn't the Bates Motel, but they had one like you know yeah, the exactly. the Bach, uh, the the Bennett's Motel. Like, Mm-mm, not staying there. We know what's going I mean, on there. Bates is a pretty common last name. I'm not surprised if there could have been another Bates. I mean, this was a book. It easily could have been the author just like drove by a motel. Like, oh, Bates. Mo- that's that's a good creepy name. looking place. I should make him. Sort or of you know how they do it. Like, I went to school with a Norman Bates. I always hated that dude. I'm gonna exactly. name my killer Norman Bates. You know exactly. Very, yeah, motel owners, massive L's. Ouch. Now, Davis, we get to why we have the motel business uh, nowadays. It's pretty dead. Not much like, you know, yeah, a lot of people that went to the Bates Motel. So now we get to why we have this podcast in the first place. Rating scary movies one to 100 on our all time scary movie list. We have five categories. If you haven't joined us before, if this is your first time with us, welcome. Uh, We have five categories. Davis and I each rate each of these categories one to 10. So we have a score out of 50. We add those together. It's pretty easy. Score out of a 100. Oh, such good math. So, Davis. What if what if we made our scoring system something weird where the highest total score was like 88 or something? That'd be infuriating. Like a, <laughs> a, a, a perfect a QBR is like 143.6 or something. Like, you freaking nerds. <laughs> Make it 100. Stupid. My God. Anyway, oh my God. the story, Davis. What do you think of the story, 1 to 10, of Psycho? So... I mean, first of all, for a movie to be so pop culturally, you know, relevant and um, popular in general after 60 plus years is impressive enough as the story as it is. I feel like since this is a scary movie podcast and not a scary book podcast, you have to kind of take away some some points just because it's based on a book and it's like, oh, you didn't really come up with the story yourself. 
But regardless of that, really just a really solid overall horror story. Like it's been used so many times now, just a, Mm -hmm. a place out kind of in the middle of nowhere in this sense. It's a hotel that's happened many times, many other movies, obviously the shining being one of them. Um, And it's just a creepy guy who comes off as kind of nice, but kind of weird. And then turns out to be a complete uh, psycho. Um, So, although it has more to the story, which I don't think that the movie really needed as much. Like, why did we need her stealing $40,000 and running away? That felt just weird. But it's one of those things where, like, same thing with Knock at the Cabin Door. It's like, I could see why this was taken from a book. Like, more of these storylines would have made sense more in a book. But to throw them into a two-hour-long movie is kind of just a weird thing to do but um overall i honestly like the story um even though i knew the twist at the end was coming it's still i thought they did a really good job of using the twist and not really giving anything up and the twist doesn't come i mean until the very end of the movie either um overall i'm giving it a seven on story i think we're pretty close um with our thoughts on this because yeah it's a book but as I've said before, I used that for ones like It and The Shining because I read the book for Jaws mm-hmm. and Psycho. I did not read it, so I'm going to treat it as if it's an original story um, because it's it's my podcast. I'll do what I want. Um, so <laughs> um, I agree with you that um, it doesn't have a whole lot to go off of. It's very original in that way where it's not pulling from a lot of other things. Yeah, I do disagree, though, and this is why we, we have this. I it could have been anything. I do like the kind of backstory of stealing the money and having a reason. Now, it could have been anything that she got on the road for. It just right. needed to be she's on the road. It's raining. She pulled off. I like that there's a little extra something to it. And like, and it does kind of make sense why there's a private investigator because of the money. So they tie right. it back together. You know, it. Yeah. Could you have done the story in a different way? Sure. But I had no problem with the way it was done. Um, I, I like. It wasn't my favorite part. Like the you know the whole money aspect. But right. It was an interesting way of just kind of a different – and I agree with you. It is more of a book thing to have those Absolutely. multiple layers. They Absolutely, make more yeah. sense when you're reading than watching. Um, but I, what I really loved about the story, I love main character dying early. I guarantee I was about back to bring in the day. that up in a second. I mean halfway through your main character's dead. In 1960, that does awesome. not happen. That still yeah. doesn't happen often now. Like no, 1960, no. that would have been stunning. Yeah, that scene. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, great twist like you're saying. Here's the reason I'm I'm lower. I am higher than you. Okay, I'm just, my number is an eight. I, I go in an eight out of ten. Here's like the number one reasons it's not a nine or a ten. I love the originality. I love the twist. There's so much about it that's really cool and different. It's what you mentioned. The whole scene, as cool as that psychiatrist was, my minor was creative <laughs> writing. The number one thing we are told as as writers when you're telling a story is show don't tell. The entire the ending opposite. of it is completely yeah. <laughs> telling. Opposite. Yeah. It, all it is is telling you what just happened. It's not showing you any of it. And there there were things in this that they, they did show, and they could have done more to almost straight up show it and have next to no telling. Maybe a little bit. I get you have to tell a little. But they just spent like, let's take these five minutes to explain everything that yeah. happened. They could have shown it. The storytelling was good yeah. enough. There already were aspects of it there that made sense. Like he was saying like, you know, um, 
a, a, a son's best friend is his mother. And like, you could tell he was like very attached. Like there was a way you could have shown this better. Right. And that's where I pulled off the story. I liked what was there, but don't just completely undermine it by just talking yeah. through it at the end. It's, I didn't like that. Um, yeah. So still an eight, still very good, very original. Love the twist. Like I said, the idea of back in the day, the balls you had to have to kill your main character um, that early in it. I don't even think it was halfway. It feels like it was like hour and 50 minutes. I think it was like 40 minutes. It was crazy. I couldn't believe when she got in the shower. I was like, wow, she's about to die. I I couldn't believe it. I know. I know. Um, So, yeah, eight for me. Uh, What about the scariness, Davis? What do you think? Always a very tough category mm-hmm. when we're dealing with this old of a movie. Um, so I've said it many times, but have to kind of somewhat put yourself in the shoes of those watching it back then. But you also can't take away from the opinions that you're going to have watching the movie in the modern day. So back in the day, I could see this easily being not the i would definitely not say just like the scariest movie but i could see this being like an 8 or a 9 back in 1960 right um there are some scary scenes but i definitely wouldn't think mm-hmm. anything just too off the wall to where people are losing their minds um but like the reveal of the dead mother would definitely mm-hmm. be scary back then mm-hmm. um either one of the kills uh I mean, we're scary even in uh, today's sense. So I definitely think that would have been very scary back then. Um, The only thing that takes away is that there is a lot of um, just kind of the other plot points of, you know, the whole money plot point. And there's, I mean, like uh, the storyline with Sam and what he's doing and, um, there's a lot of talking to like the police and stuff and that sort of thing. And there's for being a scary movie, there's a large majority of the movie that isn't scary. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's, I, there's also a decent amount that has a lot of suspense. I would say it doesn't become scary until later in the movie. I would say there's a lot of suspense when you're having, conversations with Norman and he's kind of acting weird and stuff. But, um, so in today's sense, I don't think this is a like super scary movie. I don't think it's not scary though. Um, so trying to take into both points of view, I just kind of ended up in the middle of a five. Yeah. This one was, I mean, this one was very, very difficult. Um, I went, so I went with a seven, and my reasoning was for back in the day, I can see this being a 10. I don't know what it would have been. It's really tough to judge. Yeah. Um, but even present day, like you said, the Arbogast makes me legitimately, like, that was legitimately something. Mm-hmm. Norman coming in at the end. If I didn't know the shower scene, which would be near impossible, I could see where that would work. <laughs> right. Now, I right. get there's a lot of downtime. That's why I have to pull back some. But I, I just couldn't go less just because I was like, I know back in the day this would have been bare minimum an 8. Probably right. a 9 or a 10. Probably. Mm-hmm. And there was two to three moments that I legitimately wasn't scared, but legitimately got my attention was like kind of freaky mm-hmm. for a movie yeah. 60 years old to do that. I have to show respect and go above average because most of the movies back there are going to be one or zero moments of that. So <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm at a seven. I hope that explains why I'm there. Um, but I, I mean, if I did it straight up based off of current standards, it'd be a three to a four. If I'm back in the day, it's a nine right. to a 10. So 
it's kind of in the middle, I guess, between a three and a ten. Then it'd be six and a half, and I'm at a seven. So it's that's fair. That's not the way I did it. But like, you can pick so many numbers on something this old. Like, it's just so different. It's really tough one to judge. I would. I mean, I would say in all the movies that we've done, this is one of the hardest singular categories I've had to do. Yep. For any of the movies. Because it'd be different if it was really old and just like, man, I don't know how anyone ever saw this scary. I can see where people thought this was terrifying. Right. Like, that's right, what's absolutely. so difficult about it. Yeah. Um, What about the acting, Davis? What do you think? This this should be an interesting one. What do you think about the acting of this movie? This is an interesting one. It's same, not exact same thing, but same sort of thing with movies from the 60s or 70s. It's just like the acting is so much different. It seems so level across every actor and actress you come across. Um, So it tends to be pretty average um, when we're rating this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. However, I would say I was pleasantly surprised with, um, with what's her name, Janet Lee's acting Mm -hmm. and also very surprised and impressed with um, Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates. Um, I don't know what exactly it was, but he kind of reminded me of Justin Long. Um, in, I could see that. I can kind of yeah, his, I can see that a little bit. Like kind in of a, like in a, a modern day, a quirky, I could see him. I could see him as, type yeah. of personality. How he was, you know, not mm-hmm. not like nerdy, but kind of just comes off as mm-hmm. one of those loner type guys that yep. when they finally get to talk to somebody or you know. So I was I was pretty impressed with those two. Not that they did just an absolutely incredible job, I would say, um, but. Better than I would say I've seen in some of the movies from the 60s that we have done. Um, and then beyond, like, you don't – everybody else just isn't in the movie that much mm-hmm. to really count, like Sam or anybody else. Um, so really just going off of those two, slightly above average for me in, you know, modern times, I went with the six. Yeah, it's not bad. I I thought I agree they weren't in it long enough. But Sam, Lila, even when they weren't, not bad, but just fine. Nothing really no. special. Um, I wasn't as high on Marion. Didn't think she was bad. I thought she like she was good. Yeah. Um, I will say this though. I went a little bit higher. I went with a seven. I thought I'm blanking on his name, but Norman Bates, Anthony Perkins, Anthony Perkins. I thought he killed it. I thought he was good. Yeah. I thought he. And I'm gonna say this, and um, it's probably going to sound crazier than I mean it to factoring in the time that has gone by. I think this is one of the better acting performances we've seen um, in our, in I don't think that's crazy to say. He, I really don't. Even, I'm kind of surprised. I haven't, I, mean, I know it was 1960. I'm surprised I hadn't seen him in more things. I, considering for any movie, any time that we've done, he'd be already fairly close to the top factoring in that this was 60 years ago. I thought he killed this role. I thought it would you could legitimately talk me into maybe him, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, like right up there with like anybody. I thought he was I was shocked at how good I thought he was. I, I could agree. not because so anything, yeah. Nineties, yeah. eighties, seventies, these actors are like usually bad. They're not even like average. And I that's what I really liked was everyone was at least like I didn't think anyone was bad. I thought they were no. at least like fairly good. Nothing special, you know, all around four or five range. Honestly, I'm, I was almost teetering on an eight just because I thought he was so good. I thought he was incredible being the innocent, likable guy when he's crazy. Yeah. He was really – even the little bit we get of him as the mother at the very end is just completely opposite. 
It's a completely mm-hmm. opposite character from the Norman yeah. we've seen, where he's timid and scared. And even you can see these moments where he's like teetering between the two just very briefly. And I really do not think I can overstate how good of a job I think he did. I thought Perkins was amazing. I in don't this disagree movie. with you. I mean, I really don't. I think I was very pleasantly surprised at mm-hmm. how good yes. he was. Yes. I, I, I was shocked. I was like, God, he's much. killing this scene. Like, scene after scene, I'm like, God, he's doing amazing. He No, he steals every scene that he's in. Yes. Sure. He is absolutely. And I can see why I, I was going to mention this earlier when you said he's in every movie after. I was like, he had to be. He is this. I was expecting, like, um, Marion, that actress, to be like a bigger p- this series. I can tell, not just this movie. You can tell the, it is him. He is yeah. psycho. Like, yeah. In I don't know who the actors were back then. The fact that we were barely out of the fifties is probably shot in the fifties, maybe mm-hmm. maybe early nineteen sixty. But <laughs> say the, bo- like, the book came out in fifty nine. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the fact that he was probably just absolutely head and shoulders better than like I don't know who else could have done this. I was shocked. This could have been acting that I saw ten years ago or current, mm-hmm. and like I legitimately think it's that good. Like I, I really cannot overstate. It almost feels disrespectful as a seven just because of him, but it's because <laughs> no one else I really thought was special. Like I said, yeah, yeah, uh, Marion was she was good, but just I really cannot overstate. I thought Anthony Perkins was incredible in this role, absolutely incredible, and Don't an all time performance um, that I've seen. Absolute all time performance. Don't disagree. Very impressed. What about production, Davis? What did you think? <sighs> I feel like I've said this for every single category. Another one that's hard to do with a with an older movie. Um, so, obviously, 1960, both for technology reasons and for being able to even show this movie in theaters, you're not going to get like a lot of gore or anything with the movie, right? So... There's yes, they <laughs> had the chocolate syrup to use for the blood, um, but even then, when it's shown, there's not very much at all. So, and like the killing scenes themselves are like you can just tell it's not they're not actually hitting anybody or getting closer. It looks a little just clunky, you know what I mean? Um, but I thought. I thought the directing was slightly above average. I didn't think there was anything too crazy about it. There were good shots of, you know, like the the shower coming directly at the camera. Was, I mean, the whole shower scene in general is shot really well. Um, although it's really long. Like, he, him cleaning everything up is like a really long scene. And it's... I don't know. That's just a lot, a lot of dead was, time throughout the movie for sure. It was a weird, <laughs> it was just a weird scene. He took a long time to clean everything mm-hmm. up. Um, typical man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the whole shower sh- scene in general, killing uh, Marion looked really good. Um, I liked the way that they switched up hiding the identity of who the mother was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like mm-hmm. a shadowed face during this shower scene during the, uh, private investigator kill it's all shot from above so you can't see anything yep or when he's um carrying his mother down the stairs also shot from above so you can't see him Mm -hmm. or her face or anything like that um the the shooting in the basement where she knocks the light and it kind of gives more shadows to the room i was Mm -hmm. impressed with um and then there was um well it was included with the shower scene but 
I thought it wasn't anything revolutionary, but it was at least something different for then um, kind of a transition from the toilet being flushed, going to like transitioning into her eye, I believe mm-hmm. was at least an interesting shot. Um, the thing I was most impressed with the, with the movie was the score, the music. I thought it was mm-hmm. extremely good, mm-hmm. especially because a lot of like sixties and seventies movies, all the music kind of just sounds the same. You know, it's all True. strings and it's all kind of slow, you know, strings back and forth. Um, but even though this was still all strings for the score, did a really good job of making things cr- creepy and using them during mm-hmm. the jump scares. Like, yep. I don't... When you think of, like, the psycho music... Mm-hmm. It, like for the killing and the knife kill, it sounded better in the movie than what you hear in your head for whatever reason. It's yeah. a weird thing. It was really um, good. It was really good. So all that being said, um, couldn't go too high because like just by modern day, like some of the production just isn't great. Um, mm. But still going with the seven. I was still I was still impressed by it. Yeah. Um, I think you took a lot of the things I was going to say. I like the creativity of it. Um it was clearly trying new things for back in the day. Still things that look good yeah. now, but you could tell it was trying new things and doing very well. Like, not failing. Do, doing a very good job on those new things. Um, I thought the cinematography was very good. A lot of the shots were very creative. There were Marion on the floor dead mm-hmm. is very good. Uh, starting in tight, coming out. Um, there's a lot of tight shots throughout. Um, I forgot you in the... Um the shots in the motel office with kind of the hard shadows of the, like the mm-hmm. owls and the birds and yes. stuff looked really good. And the, should... of course, like the final shot of Norman smiling up at the camera. Amazing one. And the, uh, they, I don't know if you know, they did the vertigo shot whenever, um, Arbogast is coming really up the good. stairs. They're it doing the really good vertigo yeah. shot. Great. Um, I thought it was very good cinematography. I agree. The score just, the the I mean you mentioned the whole reason Arbogast is so good is that the music just hits right then like really yeah. good music we're very close I actually went back on the fly here um, I had it as a seven and a half I went back and added because I just kept talking up Norman so much I added another half for him so it's seven and a half for acting also seven and a half for production so um, they well, even you said I thought it you were, like you were going to take the half point away no I thought you'd appreciate that so I went back and I was like I mean you know what? yes acting, it makes it a round number but like it's still two half points which is acting can't be lower than production as much as I like the production I'm like I was just man I'm hyping up Norma so much and then like I'm saying the production is better <laughs> heck no so they're both a seven and a half uh, very close to you obviously being a seven um, but I agree with like there wasn't really a whole lot bad it was like really good cinematography really good score yeah. They were trying new things. It was like, I don't know. This was almost one of those ones, like, I probably should put it higher because I really don't know how many things I would change. Like, how many things that would be for 60 years ago I'd really make different. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Even, like, even showing um, what was supposed to be um, Mrs. Bates in, like, the window of the house across, that could have looked so much worse for It could have looked real bad. It could have looked real bad. And I, I, it was a very small thing, but the light moving around with the mother, that's really, that was really good. It was yep. done really well. The reveal of the mom, 
Yeah. None of the shots were like usually on the old ones. And even some newer movies, there's usually a shot here. They're like, mm, they just missed the mark. Yeah. on the, I never got that vibe in this. Like there was never a time where I was like. Except for Arbogast falling down the stairs. Yeah, other than that, that would be <laughs> a reason to keep it where it is. That that would yeah. be. Yeah. Instead of being an eight, that's the minus half of yeah. it right yeah. there. That yeah. one Absolutely. shot. Absolutely. Uh, so I think we're pretty okay. much on agreement with that one. Random right? question. How often during our recording do you switch a a rating to something else? Not often. Not really? often. Yeah. Because I would say I do it like 25% of the time. Oh, wow. Like, I, I, it's, I, it's not like often, but it's often enough to where I'll, like, I'll start talking about something and talk myself that'd be at least like one. Rating. That'd be like one of your ratings every time. It's not far off. Yeah, not <laughs> I'd far say off. I do it once to every like ten movies. Not often. Like I'm usually pretty solid where I am. I'm just wishy washy, I guess. I, just this one, I was literally at seven, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm really hyping up uh, Perkins here, and I'm like, yeah, I am right. You know, this should be higher than a seven. You know, this isn't lower than a than the production. His yep. acting was so, but I couldn't put it. An eight's getting pretty high up there. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's yeah, pretty good acting. Some, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, they could have gotten there if, like, what if, like, you know, she was also really good, and then like one other side character, like Arbogast or Sam, a lot for sure. You could have gotten there. Um, yeah, for sure. Anyway, what about the entertainment one, Davis? Last one, entertainment. What do you think? I was pretty surprised by the entertainment of this movie, especially because you and I had talked some going into this movie and said both of us, for as popular and iconic as this movie is. We were not expecting much from this movie at all. I would say. Nope. We're not expecting much. I was expecting to dislike it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first of all, gets points for being a 1960s era movie and only being about an hour 45. Mm. Incredible. Might Thank as well be five minutes, so honestly. <laughs> Incredible, though. Um, and... For being also another 1960s type thing, not a lot of wasted scenes or wasted time, um, which we get so often with 60s and 70s movies, which there still was some. I still think there was some. Mm -hmm. It's still a lot of the things still lent itself to the plot, but definitely some things that were just strange and like the mm -hmm. whole psychiatrist at the end of the movie explaining everything was strange. Um, I know. I'm glad we were on the same page on that. I, I very much had the. It's... When that started, yeah, we could probably talk about that us, scene man. for a while, but like <laughs> he spent at least five minutes just explaining show everything us, about don't Norman's, tell us. Norman's past. I was like, show okay. don't tell. Come on, man. This is like storytelling 101. Show yeah. don't tell. Like this is literally storytelling 101. Yeah. God, that would have been so much better if you got Norman talking as his mom, like explaining. I know. God, it would have yep. been so much better. Yep. Um, but – an incredible job of keeping suspense and keeping the the mystery of what's going on with the mom, Mrs. Bates, throughout the entire movie. Like, really good. Even though I knew what the twist was going to be while watching the movie, I was still really intrigued by how they were going to keep the, the, the mystery of it or how they were going to, like, drop little hints here and there. And they did a really, really good job of keeping the suspense. Uh, there's enough... There obviously could have been more, but there's still – it felt like enough kind of actions and scares to be su sufficient for the movie, honestly. I didn't think – yeah, you could have had some more, but I don't – it wasn't like so lacking like I've seen in some other movies. Um, so, yeah, I was really surprised by how entertained I was by it. Not, you know, crazy entertained. Um, 
just because it is a 1960s movie, unfortunately. Um, but I'm still at a seven. I'm, I was still pretty pretty pleased by how entertained I was. If you would have told me whenever these ratings started that the only one that we would be equal on would be the entertainment, I'd be very surprised by that because I also went with a seven. Felt like, honestly, every now – I don't know how you feel about this, Davis. A lot of ratings I can see multiple scores for. Even if I'm sold on what mine is, I can see multiple ones. Or there's other times I'll have a score. I'm like, I don't even feel good about this one because it's just – it's such a tough one. This one – and it's not shocking we both have it because it just felt like the perfect score. It was like it's definitely <laughs> above average. It's not elite. And part of that is the age. Like that is going to hurt it. Like that yeah. 9, 10 range. It just feels like it's a 7. A solid movie. I enjoyed it. It's an inherent problem when it's this old. Like it's – I think the height yeah, of a movie yeah. this old would be maybe an 8. I mean maybe. But really feels like seven's yeah. about as high. So it's a big compliment that it got – like 7 to me is – no doubt above average six is like oh, a yeah. little above average seven's like no doubt this is better than your average scary movie yeah. for 63 years old that's pretty incredible um yeah like no, that's I, very well, impressive like i said we were not expecting much at all no. in this movie especially entertainment was what i thought would be my lowest category going I, I, into this movie actually. absolutely i was thinking it's gonna be yeah story i can see why that's good maybe production could be bad but like yeah i agree i was thinking entertainment five at best okay it's a classic it's a five but legitimately entertained like legitimately yeah. entertained by it um yeah. so it's actually it's kind of funny i was thinking okay i'm gonna pull away a little bit more we're really not that far off davis our, our rankings really not too I, far off yeah yeah I, uh, I, I am a... was interested to see where things were going to be, but mm-hmm. I'm also not super surprised that we were on the same the same track. We're pretty close. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. So I'm a 37 out of 50. Davis is a 32 out of 50. Again, now out of a hundred, oh, hell, hell yeah! <laughs> out of a hundred, we would be 10 so points nice. apart. Uh, out of a hundred, we would be. I'd be a 74. You'd be a 64. So I mean, that that's you know. Yeah. If we were rating this movie out of 10, 7.4 to 6.4, but still, I mean, only five points. It's not cr- – over five categories. That's really not, like, no. you know, insane. No, no, um, no. So, anyway, 37 for me, 32 for Davis. What's um, that equal? Very interesting. Our first ever 69 out of 100. Nice. And this is getting its own spot because we've never had a 69. It's a travesty, if you ask me. On this, I know. But now we have. Now we have. Now it's now. it's solidly there forever. And what a movie. So Davis, what a movie to We know, know this sits by itself. There are forty one there are not forty one spots, but there are forty one movies. This is not tied with anything though. Where does it come in? What do you think? How many do you know how many spots we have? Ooh, that is a good question. If you uh, don't, one, it doesn't matter. I think um, we've only had oh, so five ties. So thirty six so spots roughly. Okay. Roughly 36 spots. But what do you think um, it ranks? 1 to 41. Where does this rank? I feel like Psycho, this is... 1960. God dang. I think it's going to be slightly better than average, I feel like. So I'm going to go 19. Okay. Yeah, I like 19. Yep. Psycho gained a 69 out of 100. Nice. From 1960, out of 41 movies, comes in at a very respectable number... 15. Very good spot. Very good spot for one of our oldest movies. If not, is this our oldest? Yes, yes, it is. It is our oldest movie. Uh, So very impressive. Here's what it's around. This is 
This is very interesting what it's around. So just below it, 68, we have the Cabin in the Woods. 67, Poltergeist. 66, The Exorcist. This is where we get into the log jam. 65 and yeah, a half, Child's yeah, Play. Yeah. 65, Barbarian <laughs> and the Strangers. Blah, 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 blah. Just above it that we would both disagree that it's this close. At number 14, with a 71, we have the Babadook. You would say, there's no way they should be this close. And I would say, why is it higher than Psycho? <laughs> um, at number at 72 out of 100, we have Sinister. 73 out of 100, Halloween. 74, Saw. I kind of like where it's around. I think it's a pretty good... Yeah, I would I not have it... I, do too, I would not have it higher than Sinister. You wouldn't have it higher than Babadook. The only thing I'd, I'd probably have it higher... I would definitely have it higher than Babadook. But that's probably it. I'd probably have it at 14. It's probably like... Right where I kind of place it, like that's yeah, kind of like I, right where I would. It's it's a pretty solid spot for man. I if you had told me this was going to be in our f- top fifteen when we were going in to watch this movie, I would have said no chance. No also, chance. it probably wouldn't be because then our expectations would have been too high. So also, also fair. <laughs> then also so fair. it does help. But yeah, congratulations. Fifteen spot is pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. Really, our really oldest, good. Oldest movie, top fifteen. That's. And that means I'm it's impressed. better than uh, 26 other ones that we've done. Really step your game. If you're losing to a movie from 60 years ago. Like, yeah, you've had yikes, a man. lot of time. Yeah. A lot yikes. of time. So, Davis, our last two questions before we get out of here. As always, first of all, could this happen in real life? Yes, and it has happened in real life. I said probably, yeah. It's like it probably has happened. So The only thing that is like slightly unrealistic is the fact that Norman completely just changes to his mother's personality. Then uh, that part, I was like, okay, I don't think he's just going to completely change personalities to never ever be Norman again. That they was the only... they do say that happens. So I know with people with personality disorders, one can like kind of take over that way. So for like the rest of your life, though? I d- I believe that can happen. Yeah, there's like a lot of yeah. studying to like well, split personality. Okay, stuff, yeah, it's a hundred percent real. Hundred percent real. It, it is. It's a biography. Um. <laughs> Okay, no, no. Um, the other thing unrealistic is having a ten by ten swamp right next to this. Motel. That's very true. That's, that's like a hundred feet deep. It's ten by ten, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, like a exactly. hundred feet deep. Exactly. But um, if we need to get the car, we'll easily get the car out. Of but we'll easily get it out. Yeah. Uh, last one. Would you recommend this movie, Davis? Ranked fifteenth. I mean, I'm like a ninety percent yes. Which mm-hmm. ranked fifteenth? You'd be like that should be a hundred percent yes. The only reason I take some away is like I just know some people don't like watching older movies, and so like yeah. if you like, you're obviously not going to like this. But um, even yeah. if you're not a horror fan, abs- I would absolutely mm-hmm. still suggest this. Um, I, solid story and yeah, interesting, interesting twists and um, way way more to this movie than I was expecting, and way mm-hmm. more to this movie than I think a lot of first time viewers would be expecting either. I think we're on the same page because I even said I said yes. It's slow for modern times, but still a classic, and it's pretty pretty dang good. Um, the only thing is, what more do you want? Yeah, I mean it's free, but like that's the one thing is like, even though I do think it's pretty good, like if you need like the ADHD that we're in now with you know media, like there are certain points it's a little slow. So if you need that constant, you know it 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 could be a struggle in that way, but still not that bad. There are not points where I'm no, just like, oh, my God, no. this is terrible. Like, there's just, no. like, yeah, cleaning up. There's a few times like that where I'm like, okay. Even when Sam and him are talking in the office, I'm like, all right, let's pick this conversation <laughs> up. Let's get going. Let's get going. Come on. Um, but it, it's never, like, pro- it's never like it, there's never, like, a 20-minute period where I'm like, that all could have right. been. It's usually, like, it's like a couple minutes here and there that could have been cut out. 
it's right. kind of like that. Like cleaning could have been a minute instead of five, you right. know, something like that, you know. Um, Whereas like never, Rosemary's Baby, we had like long stretches. Or like when she's getting followed by the cop. Okay, we don't need to see it for like multiple yeah, minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, we get yeah. the idea. You know, it's kind of like that. Like let's. But there was never a time where it's like three or four scenes right. in a row that I'm like, get right. me out of this thing. You yeah. know, not like that. And like I said, no wasted scenes. Like every scene no still had a, a point to it. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been our 41st episode of Talk of a Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. Thank you all for joining us for Psycho from 1960, coming in 69 out of 100. 15th nice. overall. Pretty impressive. Very nice and pretty impressive. Again, before we head out of here, wherever you're listening, anchor, not Anchor anymore, Spotify, Spotify R-I-P. for podcasts, or RIP, Apple Podcasts, any of those. Go in there, give us five stars, give us a review, but also whatever you currently, you know, you're listening to us, give us those five stars. Tell us what you like, what you don't like about psycho, mommy issues, you know, murder, any of those things. Tell us what I'm you like, what you don't middle. like. I'm still in the middle. I'm st- <laughs> even after I the breakdown. I've been swayed either way. <laughs> but also, go to Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. Me, your co-host, Ryan King, at Ryan underscore King underscore. Now you can follow the show and Davis one more time at... Me personally on Twitter at the real double D's, just DS the end in between, and the podcast Twitter page at talk of the house mm. underscore mm. all one word underscore. You're still always, always, always welcome to go throw any movie suggestions you want on Twitter. We're still always glad to have some of those. And more importantly, you need to go follow the Twitter page because every Wednesday, one of us, I don't know which one of us, um, one of us tweets out a, a tweet of what movie we'll be dropping episode for that upcoming Friday. So we are giving you time to watch the movie before the warning that happens during the podcast. Mm-hmm. So you have plenty of time. And I must say, I am extremely excited for our upcoming run of movies we have. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. It's about to get lit. It'll be... It's already started. It's, Honestly, Psycho... It has already started, but, like, we are... We're nowhere near the peak of... No. ...of where we're going. We're not peaking too early. Come on. Let's talk about the house. We're not peaking early. I didn't peak in high school, okay? I'm still... I don't I, have a peak. I don't so even have peaks. So I, I can never peak because I, there is just no peak. I'm just a giant plateau. Anyway. I don't think, they, I don't think that's... The way you meant it. <laughs> it's exactly how I meant it. Okay, I'm always fine. at the same level. I'm never improving. Thank you all for joining us once again for the 41st episode of Talk of the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. We will be back again, as David said. There's no more breaks until the end of season two. We are going straight here for the last few weeks. And this isn't just like two or three weeks. we got quite a few weeks to end this season out. So thank you all for joining us once again. Hope you all have a great week. It's springtime. Easter just happened. There's a lot of happiness going on. There's There's... Things blooming. Not on my end. Get the blooming out of here. My allergy is <laughs> so bad. Ryan's watched me pick mucus out of my nose this entire time. <laughs> but that's why you're all here. Because you all want to be like Davis, really. Me as well, but really <laughs> Davis. That's why you're all here talking about Haunted House of Scary Baby Podcast. Because what you all really need is your safe, your risen, but also <laughs> your daily dose. Oh, darkness. Oh, darkness. Ring, 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 ring. Mother, the blood, the blood. Mother, the blood.